All right, greetings, Hempster. Thank you for tuning in to another hemp episode of Hemp Aware Radio. This is your hemp entrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp, here to hemp power your hemposphere as usual because we know what to put emphasis on, and that is what's most important. So, enough with the punny words. Hemp entrepreneurs and hemp companies around the world struggle to market and sell their products, but it doesn't have to be that way. And here at Hemp Aware, we focus on supporting hemp entrepreneurs and hemp companies with strategic strategic digital marketing and branding services so that you can essentially transform the world and help your customers with your products and transform the planet in a way that supports all life. So if you're struggling to get traffic to your website or convert that traffic into ongoing sales, or if you're needing help with your website or marketing in any way, visit hempaware.com and check out some of the awesome, valuable resources that we have for hemp entrepreneurs and companies just like yours. On today's show, I'm excited to introduce you to a company called Righteous Hemp. And Righteous Hemp Company was founded in 2022 by Nathaniel Willis and Jamie Murphy. Nathaniel is an entrepreneur and a healthcare professional. And while studying entrepreneurship and applied technologies at the University of South Florida's Mooma College of Business, the idea of Righteous Hemp Company was conceived. Jamie is the marketing, advertising, and mass communication specialist while earning her master's of science in marketing at USF Mooma's College of Business, which is where Jamie and Nathaniel actually met. And so working on various grad school projects together, their powerful synergy became evident. And that's when they made a pact to start a business together when the time was right. And about a year after their grad school pact was made, the Righteous Hemp Company family was born. Nathaniel's now the co-founder with Jamie and he's the CEO while Jamie is the CMO or Chief Marketing Officer of Righteous Hemp Co. And Nathaniel's wife, Megan Willis, was a thought partner and silent member in the early days of iteration. And in early 2023, Megan officially joined the Righteous Hemp team as the COO. And to join me on today's show, in just a moment, we're going to dive into the conversation with Nathaniel and Jamie to share with you their story of creating the Righteous Hemp Company and what they're doing to transform their customers' lives with cannabinoid base products, CBD products, and the like, which we'll get into in just a moment. So Hempster, as you very well know, it's been too long since hemp was known for what it really is, an essential solution for food, homes, clothing, plastics, fuel, energy, medicine, and so much more. So if you're ready to take your cannabinoid and CBD game to the next level, you're going to love this hemp episode. So let's get right down to it. I'd like to welcome Megan and Nathaniel to the show. Thank you guys so much for being here. I appreciate you coming on the show today. So we've got Jamie here and Nathaniel. Yes. Sorry, I said Megan. No worries. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Yes, it's an honor and a privilege. And I'm always inspired to not only see entrepreneurship, but in the niche or the area of hemp, it's not an easy game to get into. And you guys have taken a big risk putting your hearts and your minds and your souls and dedication and commitment into this company. And so I'm, I'm really excited to get into how you're running the business and your product line. But before we do, would you mind giving me a little introduction? I know I kind of covered your history a little bit, but what led you guys up to wanting to create a hemp company and a CBD company specifically? And Jamie, if you'd like to start. 
Yeah, I mean, that was a great intro. Thank you so much. And you kind of, you know, covered a lot. You know, I was born in a little town in Connecticut, super small. We had like farms, we had cows, we had trees. There really wasn't anything big there except for two of the country's largest casinos. So uh, after I graduated high school, uh, I went down to Tampa Bay, which was a huge change of scenery huge city. I mean, I went from cows to beaches, you know, but I love the beaches here in Florida. And you'll actually see in our branding, a lot of our branding, we utilize beaches because we we really want to capture where we come from. And we started this brand right in Tampa, Florida. So you'll see that across our whole brand. And as we grow, you'll see more of it as well. So a little tidbit there. Uh, so fast forward, yep, I went to USF. I went for advertising, mass communications, and I got my master's in marketing. And that's where I met Nathaniel. And we did make that pact. It was a great pact. We worked so well together in all our grad school classes. It was just, you know, it was invigorating, you know? So I knew right from the very start that I wanted to one day go into business with Nathaniel. So it was just a matter of time. And about a year after I graduated, Nathaniel gave me, gave me that call and he was like, hey, Jamie, I'm ready. I have this great idea for a hemp company and I want to bring you on now. So that's where he uh, told me about Righteous Hemp Co. And, you know, a little, another little story about myself. I played rugby for many years when I was in college. And if you're not familiar with rugby, it's a pretty rough sport. You know, you get down and dirty, uh, you get a lot of bruises and you're in pain for a long time after each game. And I look back to those days and wish that there would be like an all natural solution, a legal solution, natural solution to help deal with that pain. And so when Nathaniel told me about Righteous Hemco, his idea, I was like, you know, this is exactly what I wish we had back then. And so I was immediately drawn. You know, I was like, sign me up. Let's do this. And that was about a year ago when we started. So here Dude, we are. That's great. Yeah, it's awesome when things align, when you meet the right people at right. the right time for the right reasons. And you guys started this venture together and I can see a, a bright future. And um, Nathaniel, how about you? Give us a little bit of background as well and what inspired you to start Righteous Hemp. Yeah, well, again, thanks, Tyler, for having us. We really appreciate, one, the work that you're doing to evangelize. Again, we believe it is a God-given plant with so many applications as you said, to transform this planet. So happy to talk more about really the ways that we're approaching solving some of those problems. But, you know, on my entrepreneurial journey, I've always had ideas, right, flowing through my head. And you're always looking for like this perfect fusion of like passion, purpose, and your current position, right? I kind of equate it to every step of my life thus far has kind of taught me something. And so I'm looking at what is teaching me and where it's leading me. And, you know, my wife and I kind of going through COVID, you know, just felt this call to move to Tampa, Florida. And when I learned it was an entrepreneurial city, I mean, my ears perked up. I'm like, this is like this calling that's been on my heart of like going and stepping out and starting something new. I've worked at for 10 years in a large healthcare insurance payer in Louisville, Kentucky. And it just felt like now was the time to make this transition in my career and in my life. And so as Jamie said, you know, I've been out of college at this point for like 10 years. I show up and, you know, you go in to, to sit down and immediately as soon as the professor's like, hey, you're going to have to pick a buddy and, you know, get somebody to do this project with. I'm like, who's the smartest person in this room? <laughs> Who is the person I need to pair up with? Like, uh, like I, Jamie, I'm like, hey, you want to be my partner? She's like, okay, be my partner. And from then on, as she said, it was just like, it's just kind of like a yin and yang 
you know, kind of partnership. And so it's just one of those things that clicked into place. And then as she said, you know, I kind of progressed through, through school and took the next class. And the next class was actually about taking a commercial technology that NASA invented. So I actually licensed a patent from NASA to grow plants in zero gravity. And as I was evaluating, all right, this is the next step. How do I take this technology and how do I try and launch a business out of it? I didn't really see a viable solution. But as I was doing my market research, I learned about this thing called cannabis sativa and the industrial hemp market. And hold on, this is a booming business. This is a growing space. And it just clicked into place again. I came from a small town in Shelbyville, Kentucky. My family has a farm on Hemp Ridge Road. Kentucky helped advance the farm bill. And so I'm like, wow, this feels like the stars are aligning. So as you said, Tyler, it's been an awesome journey. As Jamie said, we've launched several new products. We're excited to talk about. We've got more innovation in the pipeline and uh, we are here to help transform mind, body, and spirit. That's beautiful. Yeah. And, and there are literally 25,000 known uses for hemp, according to Popular Mechanics Magazine, which published this article back in, I think it was like 19... 38, the February edition. And I don't know anybody that's documented all 25,000 known uses, but I've been trying. And you guys, you, you know, you chose to get into the cannabinoid side of things. I know you, you have a healthcare background and just an overall passion for helping people get out of suffering, like we talked about previously. Would you say that's why you chose to create a CBD-based brand particularly, because you felt that it could relieve the most amount of suffering? Or what, what was the reasoning behind that? Yeah, you know, in my prior roles in healthcare, I, I had to look at a lot of data. And some of the things I was constantly evaluating, especially as people People were aging was mental health, physical health, and, and the primary drivers of a lot of our claims and things that we're helping people go through were simple things, anxiety, sleep issues, depression, social isolation, all these different things that, again, when you look at it, there's kind of, there's a system, you know, kind of around these conditions and really just how you have to kind of break the cycle. So as I was thinking about some of the health benefits and started getting into cannabinoids, you know, I always heard people talking about like, well, you know, I sleep a lot better, right? If I smoke a joint or, and I never really understood that, but there's science to actually show that for some people, again, that actually helps people sleep or with CBD, it can help relax the mind and the body. We've got CB1, CB2 receptors throughout our body. We have an endocannabinoid system. And that's for me when I was like, wait a second, what? An endocannabinoid, what? This system is in our body and it's connected to every other system. And you're telling me that all these other problems in the healthcare space could almost be pinpointed down to this one system? And, and so that was just like, you know, it was just like a revelation. And so again, I, I've really just felt this deep sense of like, there are people going through so much right now. We had just came out of COVID. I had been through some just challenging times, mental health wise, you know, and I know a lot of other people were struggling with these various kind of conditions, symptoms of, of just stress, anxiety, life. And, and so as I started to just kind of evaluate that, it was like, this seems like the right space, given what I know, to start to tackle some of these problems and see if we can help some people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no. And from like the branding side, our slogan is, you know, find your freedom, you know, and that that relates to everybody in every kind of different way. 
freedom from pain, freedom from stress, freedom from insomnia, freedom from anxiety, you name it. And CBD is one of the best natural ways to achieve that goal for anybody. And so if the endocannabinoid system is responsible for helping you out with all these different ways, and CBD is the key, that's what we want to go for. You know, we want to bring products to the market, to people's hands, in everybody's home that deals with these problems so that they can find their freedom. I really like that. And we talked to previous to this call about the power of words and you guys are are keen on, on the power of words. And so I, I think that that is totally resonant with anyone that desires freedom. Like you said, freedom from pain or freedom from suffering or just an overall sense of freedom. We live in the land of the free. And, uh, you know, to your point of, of having a revelation, Nathaniel, in the Bible, Revelation 22, 2, it says, and the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations. And so I, I totally see where you guys are coming from. And, and I look forward to getting more into how you guys are utilizing your branding, your the verbiage, because I know you're, you're coming up with some creative ways to incorporate that into your packaging and, and message. So I guess on that note, let's kind of get into the the name of the company, like how you guys landed on Righteous Hemp. I know Righteous is a, a sort of biblical term, but maybe tell us a little bit about the inspiration behind the name and, and how you guys are integrating verbiage and, and the power of words into your marketing. Well, it, it, was, it wasn't it was our first go. So you tell <laughs> us the story. We iterated. Yeah, you know, we were we were prodigal acres at first. Nathaniel, why don't you, you take the prodigal acres? Well, it was kind of like, you know, I just had this vision of like redeeming what God meant for good. You know, this plant was created for good. And I learned right in my own experience about really what this plant was about and the goodness that God had put in it. It's like, wait a second. I just, you know, just like the story of the prodigal son. I, I was a hellbender. I was a preacher's kid. You know, I lived life to the fullest, as they would say, but alcohol and some of these other things, man, they're dangerous, harmful, and not healthy, right? not healthy habits to develop. So one of the things I personally had to walk through was like developing healthy habits, healthy mindset, all these different things. Right. And, uh, and so I had a, a journey of just kind of coming back to not only God, but coming back to what's healthy, what is right, what is good. And so I just had this vision of kind of, you know, taking that farm that we have in our family and starting to use that for good. So that's an aspiration, but Jamie can kind of tell you how we're taking baby steps to get there. Yeah. So as we, you know, we formed our brand a little bit further, there was a point where we went back to the drawing board and we said, you know, Prodigal Acres is a great name. Uh, there's great significance behind it, but I think we can do a little bit better. Uh, we're a hemp company and we want to show that, uh, but we are, we're also a faith-based company. So we also want to have that in our name um, to show that because that's at the core of our brand. So Righteous Hemco was inspired by Proverbs 2121, which says, whoever pursues righteousness and love finds life, prosperity, and honor. As a company, we want to help other customers we want to help our customers achieve that by inspiring them to better themselves and others so that we wanted to really capture that in our name and i think you know you got the righteous you got the hemp co part um, it really speaks to all aspects of our brand and uh, with the proverbs with you know biblical sayings and phrases uh, we kind of coined those as words of wisdom and we wanted to you know carry that aspect not only in our name but across all of our products and our messaging all across our brand. So whenever you get a Righteous Hemp Co. product, look for the words of wisdom on there. It'll always be something different, but inevitably it's going to be something that we think will help to better your mind, your body, and your spirit. 
That's so well spoken. And there's actually something very profound about using these quotes and these phrases. And it reminds me of a tea company. I won't name any names, but there's a tea company that has these little expressions on the on the tabs of the tea. And my wife buys that brand because she loves seeing the little message for the day, you know, drinking her tea. And you know, whatever that little inspiration is, like people will will choose you over another brand just because of that one differentiator and the word righteous i like to think of in terms of right useness like you're using it in the right way and you also mentioned using words of wisdom and i mentioned to you to last time we spoke the definition of the word cannabinoid is a conjugation of the word cannabis and the greek word eidos or oidos which means wisdom and so cannabinoid molecules are like these wisdom molecules that help inform different aspects of our nervous system and our immune system and our musculoskeletal system and it, and it just helps turn on and regulate certain things it provides that wisdom on a cellular level so there's a lot of uh, cohesion there with your branding and the messaging and I, I kind of mentioned something that separates you guys from other brands, but one of the things that that I've noticed, and I'm sure you have too, when hemp became legal that with the federal farm bill in 2018, there was this huge craze of all these companies and big corporations trying to get in on, on capitalizing on this movement. And a kilo of CBD, you know, isolate was going for $10,000, $15,000 and people got rich. And then all of a sudden there was this huge crash and a bunch of people that I think didn't have their hearts in it. They were in it for the money, ended up getting kind of washed away with the, uh, with the big sets that came in or, you know, that big uh, storm, so to speak. So I'd love seeing that you, you, you guys have your hearts in the right place. You're doing this for the right reasons. And so other than, you know, kind of things that we mentioned, how do you feel, you know, starting a CBD company now with, with the changing tides and everything, what differentiates you and why do you think you guys are going to, you know, continue to, to grow and evolve and, and expand this business? Yeah, that's a great question, Tyler. And it's one that we're going to continue to kind of answer right as time progresses. But what I can tell you is number one, we are all about our customers. You know, we are, we're bootstrapped. You know, the way that we've approached growing this business is going out and selling face-to-face. We're not pumping dollars into clickbait and all this kind of stuff. We're really focused in on who is in need of help and how do we help them? How do we create products that meet their needs and that they love? And so we found some success in doing that. And so, you know, some of the products that we've created, like these topicals, it's 3000 milligrams. It's a full spectrum salve. It's got essential oils. People really love the smell, but what they love better is the instant like result. You know, I, I love seeing people who come, come back after like rubbing it on their back and they do a couple rounds at the farmer's market and they go, holy cow, that worked, you know, like my back feels better. And so seeing that number one makes me know that we're doing the right thing. We're, we're innovating in the right space. Number two, there are so many different ways that we can leverage cannabinoids in our daily life. Um, we're just scratching the surface. I'm an innovation guy. I'm a product guy. I've been a product manager for my whole career. I'm all about kind of that startup thinking of I've got a problem. I've got a customer. What can I do? Who can I partner with? How can I create innovative new solutions that get them the results, create the dream outcome that they're looking for? And so right now, I'll just tell you, I had a conversation with a guy today who's focused on quality, focused on testing, focused on seed to sale. 
the chain of custody and being able to control, you know, who is touching this? What, what are the standards and practices being used? Because from an industry perspective, that's one of the areas we're, we're going to continue to push on is how can we ensure that one, we create high quality products that people love, that are safe and effective, but two, do it in a way that's sustainable, um, you know, allows us to stay in business, but continue to do the right thing and maintain, you know, transparency, right? And how we do that. But, you know, I really love creating products. I really love seeing that transformational effect uh, when people use our products. Um, so that kind of keeps me vote motivated and, you know, finding new ways to innovate and experiment and find something that is a winning product in the market. Right on. Jamie, did you want to add to that? Yeah, no, uh, Nathaniel talked a lot about that that experience when you see a customer use the product and then come back and it just, you know, changing their life. I think that's magic. You know, it's when I'm when I'm out there at the farmer's market and, you know, someone has that kind of an experience, it really touches you, you know, because some of these people will come up to our booth and they're in a lot of pain. You know, we've had a severe back pain, severe knee pain. Some people can't sleep, you know, all these issues. And you got to feel so bad for people in these positions. You you personally know people in these positions and all you want to do is help them. And so when you can actually see that these people will use our products and then come back and tell us, man, that relieved my back pain in 10 minutes or oh man, I took a sleep gummy last night and it was the first great sleep I got in months. You know, when you hear stuff like that, I'm getting chills right now, but it just it touches you and it, it reminds you of why we're doing this, why we started this brand. Yeah, most certainly it, it's getting results for people, putting the customer at the center of everything you do is I, I believe why Amazon became the number one, you know, one of the number one companies in the world, because it's all about the customer. Any any business that has done really well, that's what they do. They specialize in, in putting the customer first. And with Righteous Hemp Co., you guys are not only putting the customer first, but like you said, Nathaniel, really getting to understand their struggles, their problems, their pain, and being able to speak their language, but to provide results, like get them a product that you know works and is very high quality. You have that transparency from seed to shelf, like you said, in making sure that it's safe and effective. And of course, there's the sustainability aspect of it, not just from an eco-friendly sustainability, but also the business model. You want to be able to have enough margin in there to utilize the profits to build a better brand and to provide better service and to serve people with excellence. And, and I can tell you're definitely on that traje trajectory. So to go into the, the products themselves a little bit more, I'd love to hear kind of the spread of your product line and maybe some of the most popular things. You mentioned gummies and a topical product. What are some of the other things that you guys are working with? Jamie's the marketing person. She can tell yeah. better than I can. So yeah, we have um, we have four different gummies. Um, we have a daytime gummy. We have a sleep gummy and we have a, a THC gummy. Uh, we also just came out with a CBD gummy, uh, which is like our sleep gummy, but it's half the amount of CBD. And we, we listened to our customers to create that one. You know, there was a lot of customers coming up to us saying, I love your sleep product, um, but I wish it didn't have the melatonin or I, I would like one with a little less CBD. So we took that feedback and that's how we created our newest CBD uh, gummy. Other products that we just recently came out with, uh, we have four CBD tinctures. So we have a mint bliss and a lemon zen, a 1000 milligram 
broad spectrum uh, tincture. And then we also have a 5,000 uh, milligram CBD uh, full spectrum tincture, which is also mint bliss, just the higher dosage and full spectrum, of course. Um, and then we also have uh, one tincture for uh, dogs that we call puppy love for all pets actually. Um, and puppy love is bacon flavored and it has 500 milligrams broad spectrum for your fluffy friend. And then other than that, one of our top sellers is our topical. So that's 3000 milligrams of full spectrum CBD. And uh, we did coin this as fast acting, instant acting, instant relief, because within 10 to 15 minutes, you start to feel the results. Um, we've got the best feedback of all of our products. We've gotten the best feedback from that one uh, in particular. And then we do also have some essential oils as well, which are hemp, hemp seed oil based. Comes in lavender, we have frankincense, um, and then we also have peppermint flavor as well. Wow, that's cool. So tell me a little bit more about the, the, the terpenes or the essential oil products. So it's in a hemp seed oil base, and then you're putting essential oils into the hemp seed oil. Yeah, so Megan, you know, she got into essential oils several years ago, right, as she was kind of evolving her understanding of health and, right, other natural ways to kind of maintain well-being. And I'll, I'll be transparent in saying she always had this lavender essential oil roller, right? And she'd always, like, put it on her wrists and stuff. And one night she put that on my chest, and I was like, man, this smells good. This is super calming and relaxing. And then she even bought some essential oil sprays. Well, now I use that stuff every night right before I go to bed. So we've actually got one that pairs perfectly with our sleep gummy. It's all about creating that righteous ritual, right? We all mm -hmm. do those things every day that are kind of those, those practices that want to give us a sense of control, a sense of balance. You know, one of those practices for me too is prayer. You know, like when I wake up, I might take a righteous start gummy. It's got B12, CBG, helps focus, gives some clarity, um, but then I'll spend some time in prayer, meditation, and like level set before I step into this busy day. So we've got things for the start of the day. We've got things for nighttime. Um, but these essential oils were things that my wife was like, you know, why do we have the coconut carrier oil? Why can't we use hemp seed oil? Hemp seed oil is phenomenal for your skin. So we actually created a serum as well for women. You can put it on your face. It actually creates a, a much brighter complexion. Again, it's packed with tons of nutrients for the skin. So we're just finding those ways of like, we're using these other products. There are other people's products, but it's like, let's rethink, right? Our routines, let's rethink these products in a way that again, can allow our customers to have a a holistic experience and continue to um, be refreshed each day. So um, mm -hmm. I give I give Megan credit for for innovating within the essential oil space. Yeah, that's awesome. In fact, to my knowledge, terpenes combined with cannabinoids have this synergistic effect and can actually enhance and potentiate certain things. And uh, one of my favorite blends, you have to try this if if you have access to it, is hemp and frankincense essential oil. It's like out of this world. It's cosmic. I, I, it's it's like my favorite thing ever. So so that's what we have in our. Oh yeah, nice. We have an immunity roller, which consists of frankincense, and I couldn't even tell you all the things. Like there's like leaves. There's clover. Yeah. Um, vitamin C. There's everything in there. That's that's one of our best rollers, actually. Yeah, it's super potent with uh, essential oils. But the thinking from what my wife told me is it, it does it just kind of helps fight sickness bacteria and uh, and she is raves about frankincense so you guys 
you need to have her on here to talk about frankincense. Exactly. Yeah, and myrrh. Obviously, uh, those are two probably most biblical resins. <laughs> so one other thing before we kind of go into the next topic, you had mentioned broad spectrum, Jamie, and yeah. full spectrum. Maybe for our listeners that don't understand the difference, can you share what the difference is? Or Nathaniel, that's something that you want to share? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So full spectrum, full spectrum is really just what the plant has fully. It's everything within the plant. So full spectrum of cannabinoids, which does include THC. That's primarily a differentiator for folks who might be sensitive to a drug test, job situation, and you don't want to risk it, right? Even with the topical, it's full spectrum. There is a potential that that could enter the bloodstream and for some reason, right, it, it triggers a, a blood drug test. Uh, the broad spectrum is all the cannabinoids except THC. So you're going to find uh, different CBD compounds in there, CBG, uh, and it's just kind of a good blend uh, of those cannabinoids, a good uh, range. Those are the primary two, um, but then there's a lot of different you know, kind of ways to isolate those or, you know, kind of leverage them for different kind of uses. But the two distinguishers is really ones with THC and without. Yeah, and just to, to clarify a little point, because I think some people get confused about this, if it is full spectrum, there is THC in there, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get psychoactive effects, meaning that that high feeling that many people associate with THC. Full spectrum can be a very low dosage of THC, which you won't feel uh, in that respect. So just to clarify on that one. Yeah, that makes sense, because obviously you're selling an industrial hemp product, which has to have below 0.3% THC. So that full spectrum will include a little bit of that, but it won't go above that threshold. So it's non-psychoactive, like you said. And so I noticed you didn't mention anything about isolate. Is there a reason why you guys avoid isolate CBD? No, it just depends, right? For different mm -hmm. products, sometimes it's easier to blend isolates mm -hmm. than the oil. So it definitely can impact the flavor. Mm -hmm. You know, there's also, you know, depending on the type of isolate, some people are kind of more cognizant of extraction methods. You know, there's a lot of science and a lot of different ways to kind of extract. You know, we're still kind of figuring out what's best for our customers and what they uh, prefer. But number one is, you know, is it a clean product? Are you getting panel tests that are again showing that it's clean and safe? And then also I've seen some research recently actually that showed to my surprise that the uh, there's like a, some clinical uh, kind of tests that were done and they compared a um, an oil or distillate to an isolate. And the, the gist was basically it was the same kind of outcome, the same, the body kind of used it very similarly. And, and there wasn't a, a heavy distinction between the two, which to me, I thought was kind of insightful. So, you know, I think we're open to the various forms of cannabinoids. And I will tell you, we're really interested in drinks right now. You know, a lot of people are looking I love sparkling waters. I just I just love the carbonation and that whole experience. And there are ways, right, that we can actually put some cannabinoids like CBD in a sparkling beverage. What better way than really to use like an isolate or something that's more water soluble? So it really comes down to kind of the composition, the blending. What are we trying to create and how do we kind of balance the flavor profiles? and the overarching experience. So Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know dosing or just being like very consistent, like especially if it's a pharmaceutical grade or something like that, you're going to want that isolated compound. And then if you're doing the full or broad spectrum, to my knowledge, that has what's called the entourage effect, I believe. So it could have maybe more benefits than just an isolate. But like you said, you you saw that study that showed it still has efficaciousness. It, it does 
affect the different parts of the body and, and can ben benefit people who take it. So that makes sense. You would want to use different extracts for different reasons or whatever your outcome is, the goal you're going for. So to kind of shift gears and get more into the business side of things to help other hemp entrepreneurs out there that are maybe already in the business or want to get into the business, what would you say are, are some of the biggest challenges being a startup and just getting off the ground that you have faced already and, and maybe some solutions that you could provide that helped you overcome these or that you're foreseeing coming into the future? Yeah, so um, I think time management is probably probably a huge challenge early on. Uh, you know, me and Nathaniel, we both have full-time jobs. Nathaniel's in school. He's got kids. He just had a baby recently, so that makes three. Um, me over here, I have multiple jobs. So we're both pretty busy in our day-to-day -day lives throughout the week. So we're most profitable on the weekends uh, when we're both at farmer's markets, when we're engaging with our customers, when we're educating them, uh, when they're when we're teaching them about our products, that's when we're the most profitable. And so I think a big shift for us is to try to find ways to streamline and automate processes so that we can be in front of our customers more, but you know, it, it works within our schedule. So I think working through that time management is something big for us. Yeah, definitely. And I would summarize it in one word, learning. Learning as you go. You know, there is no, well, I have read a book, but it wasn't a manual, right? There's just so many nuances in your individual journey and learning costs money. So what we're trying to do is minimize the mistakes so that we can stay focused on what our customers need, dedicate more money to what our customers love and repeat and repeat and repeat. So, you know, I love what you're doing, Tyler, because you're helping us prevent those mistakes, right? You're helping us maximize our effort, our energy, and the type of you know limited resource focus folks like us have. So we can't afford to make costly mistakes. We have made some of those costly mistakes, right? It's just natural in this journey. But I think one of the things I would say is get a mentor, right? Don't go at this alone. Get people around you who are a few steps ahead, right? Who are going to be able to help you solve some of that marketing problem. I just recently got connected with a marketing mentor, a guy who has scaled a company over a hundred million dollars, right? He's done this for over 10 years, well ahead of me in that respect. He's mentoring me in that space. I've got another guy mentoring me in another capacity. Get people around you that can help you prevent those you know, trip ups or those mistakes and who are, are gonna help raise your game. That's the number one thing I would say. It's gonna help accelerate your learning. You can't go at this stuff alone. So mm -hmm. having a strong network, of like-minded people with the same values who are going to pick you up because it's hard. I mean, I, I, I would be lying if I if I didn't say, man, I thought, man, I'm going to get rich. We're going to launch this company. It's going to take off. And it's like, whoa, this takes a lot more gas in the tank, a lot more <laughs> energy, right? Because this is a, there's like a lifeblood, a heartbeat, right? To this business that we're trying to create. And, and that doesn't happen overnight. It's the connection with each person that starts to build momentum. It starts to create that that pull and that desire back to, hey, I like you guys. I like what you're about, right? You're, you're more than just a brand, right? And, and really, again, we believe that this plant has a higher purpose. We're here to spread the good news, not only of the good word of God and what that says, but to what he has made in this plant, bringing that together into this righteous routine. So I would just say, hang in there, get some people around you to help lift you up uh, and don't give up. Because if you're called to do it, there is no failure. You're not called to be successful, you're called to be, to be obedient. 
That's beautiful. I, I appreciate what you said because it's very difficult being a, an entrepreneur and even more difficult being a hip entrepreneur. And so having that dedication, that commitment, that faith, that persistence, that consistency, and like you said, Jamie, you know, being able to to manage your time and if you have to have a side job or a full-time job while you're starting your hemp operation, like whatever it's, you've got to do, do what it takes. Um, so to kind of reiterate what you said, uh, you two, like staying organized, getting in front of people as often as you can, you, you have found that that's the most effective when you can physically be in front of people, show them your products, demonstrate your products. Uh, there's, it reminds me of an expression one of my teachers taught me was demonstration beats conversation. And so when you can show someone, hey, put this on your back and they walk around the farmer's market, that's so much more than any words you could ever say. And uh, so getting to know your customers, you mentioned really understanding them, like not just what they're interested in, you know, as far as products or something, but who are they? How old are they? What are their interests? What other products do they buy? What are their lifestyle choices? And then having that, that accountability is, I think, also essential, whether it's a mentor or like-minded people, like you said, of, of people that can hold you accountable uh, or just, you know, when you have people around you that are doing similar things, it allows you to keep that motivation and that inspiration to keep going. So those are all really, really crucial things. Um, can, I, I can I add one? Can I add one? So one of the things we're learning right now too, is really focusing on the educational side of this. The majority of the people that we do interact with I would say don't know anything about him. There's a curiosity that finally brings them to go, what is this? What could this do for me? How does this work? And because of that, they're they're problem aware, they're not solution aware. So we've got to do a lot more education about the various aspects of the hemp plant. What's the research show? What are all the reasons why you should really think about hemp in your life and business? Like just so many opportunities, right? For us to explore those 25,000 reasons. But, uh, but doing education, focusing on high quality content that is really going to help them understand what they need to know and connect it with their problem uh, is something we're still working on. So if you all can create some really good content, we should partner. Right. You know, hemp is a miracle plant. There's so many health benefits. There's so many practical uses for it. And nobody knows it yet. You know, it's, it's crazy. Nobody knows about this plant. And what's worse is sometimes we find that there's even a negative stigma placed on hemp. You know, people hear the word hemp and they think marijuana, you know, but it's so much more than that. So we'd really love to see more education or as you say, hemp education about this plant so people can take advantage of it. And uh, yeah, that's why education is really one of the core aspects of our brand and what we're gonna be developing as our brand grows, uh, really honing in on that so we can get the word out about this awesome plant. I totally agree. And to re reiterate what you said in, in two aspects, number one, Nathaniel, you mentioned learning, like not, not just us as business owners, we have to have an open mind and not let our egos get to us that we think we know everything, but, but to be willing to have an open mind to learn something new, but also realize that our customers, you know, we oftentimes live in a bubble and we think whatever we know, like the whole world knows what I know, but when you come down to it and you start talking to people they're they have no idea they've, experienced what I like to refer to as the hypnosis phase. Like 
they were hypnotized. Like they, they, they think hemp is this evil weed from hell and yeah. they're still living in the dead past with yeah. free for madness consciousness. And so you're absolutely right in that with that education and, and the word education is has a Latin origin, which means to bring out from within, educare. And so to truly educate somebody is to empower them what's already within them. And so like their endocannabinoid system, it's already inside of them. Right. And so I, I love that. And I totally agree. And, and a, a final point on this idea of meeting your customer where they're at is so essential in marketing to, to realize that just like in any human to human relationship, there's a journey that we go on. And if you meet someone for the first time, let's say a potential spouse, you don't go on a first date and ask them to marry you. There's a process. <laughs> if you do, they're probably going to think you're crazy and run as fast as they can. And so it's the same thing in business. Obviously, it's a little bit different, but it's the same in that you want to warm them up. You want to invite them into an experience. You want to let them know that you understand them and get to know them and provide them value in advance. You, you know, you take them out for a cup of coffee, take them to a movie, you know, go on a little trip first and maybe a year later, then you end up proposing. Of course, in business, you can end up asking for the sale, which is equivalent to proposing earlier than that, you know, but there's typically like seven to 11 touch points of somebody needing to interact with your brand before they make a purchase decision. So the more of those touch points that you can have, the quicker you can get through that warming up process, so that indoctrination process and create content to match them where they are. Like you said, most people in your situation are problem aware. They know that they have back pain. They know that they have arthritis in their knee. They know that they're dealing with anxiety and they don't even realize hemp is a solution. And so creating content that speaks to where they're at, but then once they solve that issue in the journey, you can invite them to the next stage. And so there's, you know, valuable assets that you can create along that entire customer journey. And once they become problem aware, then they need to become solution aware. And that's when you invite them to take a look at your solutions. And then once they purchase the product, of course, you want to educate them further that this might be something good for their friends or their family and then get them resources to help them spread the good word about these products. So that was uh, kind of my my two cents on what you guys just shared there. You get it. You get it. And uh, in this day and age, that's what's going to differentiate you, I think, you know, because hemp and THC and like it's all being blended together. I see it on social media, probably because I have a hemp company, but like it's just bombarding me. And I yeah. like I'm like, this is so confusing. Like, and I'm like, what is this? You know, and, and it's sometimes off putting mm -hmm. when we're coming at from, you know, kind of this empowered from within like you you need to look at this from a different angle here and explore the, the potential opportunities right for mm -hmm. it to meet your needs we're we're trying to kind of invite them in as you said to that conversation and you know one of the first places we're we're really trying to identify with is the faith-based community my, my dad was a pastor like you said i had a very off-putting perception of this plant but if we can crack that shell and really help people articulate it and see it for what God intended. I think it's going to be a powerful platform and we're, we're excited about this journey. So again, mm -hmm. we really, really appreciate your expertise and what you're doing here on this podcast. Yeah, it's my pleasure. And I mean, one thing I like to share with Christians is, did you know the first Gutenberg Bible was printed on hemp paper? Mm -hmm. 
And uh, yeah, there's, you know, plenty of other hemp statistics or, or fun yeah. facts that you can share with them to get them curious, which is kind of the first stage. You want to pique curiosity, get their interest. So I just have a couple less questions for you guys and, and more on like a broad concept of the hemp industry as a whole. What would you feel are some of the things that are missing in the hemp industry, hemp industry that we need to see more of or that you guys would like to see more of? Yeah, I mean, I said this already. I just think there needs to be more education out there, more hemp education. You know, I think just raising awareness, teaching people what this plant can do. I think that'll really help. And I'd love to see more of that out there. And uh, we're going to do our part in trying to spread the word with our brand. Yeah, I think probably three things. One is I think we need to see a convergence of regulation at a federal level to create clarity for entrepreneurs like us. There's still a lot of uncertainty around how this how this 2024 potential farm bill is going to play out. How are we going to be impacted by changing regulations? So, you know, one, I think we we need to get more clarity on a federal level. Two, you know, I think we need to make business more accessible to entrepreneurs like ourselves. When you look at how difficult it was for us to get a bank account, how difficult it was for us to, I mean, there's just certain places we can't even go. We, we can't even list our products uh, because people are like, no, nah, we can't touch that. We don't, we don't want that on our platform. We don't want to be anywhere near it because we just don't know if we're going to get sued or if it's going to, you know, create right. it for us. We can't so, tell you how many times our, our posts have gotten taken down off Facebook, Instagram, all the social platforms. So that's another thing we're working through is how can we market our products on these platforms, you know, not going against their their uh, guidelines. So it, yeah. it's it's the wild, wild west out there right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and the third thing I would say, you know, is there's so, so many people who are more conscious around sustainability, right? They want to talk about going green and driving electric cars because they don't want to pollute the atmosphere. And if people truly understood how much CO2 hemp pulls out of the air, how, how it binds in the plant fibers, how those uh, fibers then become the clothing, become the bioplastics, the paper, the hemp blocks that you build homes with now that have greater insulation. And uh, like we're talking about carbon neutral buildings, right? That we could create with hemp plants. The entire plant could be harvested while all being carbon neutral. So we really envision this hemp industry transforming because we imagine a world where hemp literally helps save the planet. Okay. We're talking about health, well being for all. We're talking about prosperity for many along the way. And I have a dream of you know, one day, because again, I'll just tell you part of our business model is giving back on the good fruits that we generate. So just recently we uh, partnered with Rack Fishing. They support veterans, first responders who have some disabilities now, and uh, they take them out kayaking and do these other activities with them. So part of what we want to do is like literally reinvest in things that one are, are focused on, you know, community building, helping advance, you know, just goodness in the world. And, uh, you know, I just think we can change the narrative. We can change the game all while kind of raising the bar for what good and great looks like. I love that. So to, to kind of reiterate what you two said, education is number one, just more awareness, more resources to help educate consumers and secondarily can educate regulators or, or policymakers and to gain more clarity around what this plant is so that that trickles down into economics, banking, financial institutions, 
and ultimately these social platforms, online networks or, or storefronts that are still demonizing this amazing God-given miracle plant. It's just the most ironic thing that we're having so much, uh, you know, struggle and, and difficulty with getting the word out with how essential this plant is as a solution for, like you said, our homes, our clothing, energy, plastic, medicine, fuels, the, the whole gamut. Um, so, I, I totally agree. Just doing what we're doing, changing the narrative and having a more charitable approach to, to focus on this community building is, is essential. And you guys are definitely at, at the forefront of that. So I appreciate that and love what you're doing. It's a kind of share, you know, with a, a big vision, or I guess I, I like to pose this as if, if you were in front of the entire world on a podium and you could share one message with every human being on the planet, and this could be about hemp or it could be anything in general, what would you share with them like in 60 seconds? Yeah, I'll tackle the hemp side. So I would say hemp's a miracle plant that can do so many things. Pain, there's hemp for that. Building materials, there's hemp for that. Clothing, there's hemp for that. The uses are endless. So research and find out everything you can about this plant and how you can benefit from this natural resource. I would say no matter what you're going through, no matter where you've been, no matter where you think you're headed, there is a light that's shining brightly on you right now. And that you were made with a purpose, that God's not finished with you, and that he's got a plan for you. So if you will just lean into what he's speaking into your life right now, then I think your eyes will be opened and you will see God for how he is and uh, the love that he has for you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And so it is. Thank you too so much for being here. And as uh, one last thing to share, where can people find you? Where, what are your social handles, website? What's the best place to get in touch with you and order your products? Righteousemp.com, RighteousHempGo. There you awesome. go. Beautiful. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to another hemp episode of Hemp Aware Radio. This is your hemp entrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp, here to empower your hemposphere. We look forward to seeing you on the next show. Visit hempaware.com if you need help with any of your marketing or branding efforts, and we'll help you make it to the top. Thanks, Tyler. This was a blast. Yeah, thank you thank so much. You. Yeah, it's been a pleasure.